Mid-Journey takes the next step forward in its AI image generation journey. Zoom launches a new AI feature to make videos even clearer, and DeepMind's new chatbot could make chat GPT obsolete just as quickly as it rose to prominence. You want AI news? Well, good news. We got it. And probably some bad jokes along the way. That's why this is the Bad AI Show. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Hey, it's the Bad AI Show. Joel Kahn and Travis right here for the latest news in the world of artificial intelligence. How you doing? This is the latest and the greatest. And uh, let's just jump right on into it, baby. Perhaps so, the baddest. Maybe the baddest. But I tell you what, one thing that's really cool is this new mid-journey 5.2, mm-hmm. it has really taken things up to the next level. And I'm surprised, quite frankly, that this is not you know, part of mid journey six, because they were saying that I was thinking of this, Joel mid journey, I believe came out in like February of 2022. Then shortly thereafter, within like the month or two, it was mid journey two. Then mid journey three came out in like July Mm -hmm. of uh, 2022 mid journey four came out in like September, something like that. And then and then Midjourney 5 showed up recently, and here we are now, 5.2. They say that Midjourney 6 is going to be here uh, within the next month. And one of the things that's really interesting about this is this new Zoom Out feature. So this Zoom Out feature does some really cool stuff where you can come, you can, one thing that's really cool, you can like create an image of something that's super close up. And then you can say Zoom Out, and you Zoom Out, and then it will it will fill in all the stuff around you. It's, it's kind of similar to, I think, what Photoshop was doing with their generative fill is now, I think this is their, uh, is MidJourney's answer to that. So you can take an image and then zoom out and then it will create all the stuff around it. Zoom out again. It'll do that. One thing I have not figured out yet, Joel, is to do this with a regular image. Like I can't put an image in and then zoom out, right? It has to be something that was created by MidJourney so far. So it's really fascinating, though. There's been a lot of great stuff popping up on YouTube of people making these videos where they've zoomed out, zoomed out, zoomed out, put them all in a video editor, and then just sort of zoom into them. And huh. wow, this stuff's amazing. So this uh, picture here on katienuggets.com, this image that we're looking at was generated with MidJourney, and the prompt was MidJourney 5.2 is amazing using a widescreen and a version 5.2 prompt. So I went ahead just now as you were talking and I put that same prompt into um, into mid journey. So I'm going to share my uh, what I what I what I got here. I'm going to save it, save this image. There's four different ones. And just what it created right here is so freaking amazing. It's the type of content that you know, for somebody to do this would take them a ridiculous amount of time. And I'm going to share that with you right now. So these are the four using that very same prompt. It came up with these four images, how mid journey 5.2 is amazing. I mean, look at this, 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 this kingdom with these planets and this otherworldly environment. Oh, look at that's Alex gray level stuff there, dude. Like what, you know, what would be really fun now is to take that upper right one that was created that one and then um go in and describe it because you can do the new command slash describe and then that image and then 
basically actually you can do that by you have the image popped up you should be able to right click on it and there's a thing called apps click apps and then describe and it should describe that vi and then because i'm curious like what are the words that was used to make that swirling sky like that's unbelievable not, yeah yeah you too yeah click so if i app. do if i do you too and for those of you watching uh if you're listening to the podcast you're missing out on mm -hmm. the video and you want yeah. to youtube rumble or odyssey and see this yeah. video version okay so okay. here we go well, real quick right see. click on the right click on the image real quick if you would let's sure. see if this works see where it says apps or it says yep yeah and then see nope it doesn't say, say that for you cancel job you so on mine, I, I put in some other bots and it'll say describe, which is kind of interesting. So so now you can actually, yeah, so now you can tell it to do something else and say zoom out, candy cane, candy, uh, cotton candy cloud, whatever you wanted to say, or just even zoom out 2x and see what happens. So uh, it's, do, right it's doing uh, it's doing that. It's doing a custom zoom. Here we go. Zoom a 2x out okay while it's doing that let's give it a moment to work on that and uh mid journey is looking awesome in the meantime there's some new stuff happening with uh, with zoom videos as well they've got a new ai feature and ideally it's going to make the uh the cameras even clearer you know we've we've had some issues even though we've got high res cameras sometimes the video we end up put out is not quite as high res as what the camera is supposed to be and mm -hmm. so, and that could be because of bandwidth. It could be because of the video conferencing and perhaps this will fix things up a little bit. Yeah. What's interesting is, is it's, I don't know that this is going to be set up for people who are on regular zoom using just their, their, uh, you know, laptop uh, camera. This seems to be, it's like, there's a new feature intelligent director and they're talking about having multiple cameras within a room so when you look at like what's happening in a meeting room you can see on that one image there's one mm. to the left one to the right one in the middle and then it's kind of it's trying to make people look better for those that are maybe in a conference room getting sent to other people not so much uh on your own thing so it's the professional services and maybe they're getting into the uh, the camera hardware business or something i don't know i have one camera here and i have one camera over there but i don't use multiple cameras usually joel one, one camera it usually does the trick for me as well so that actually doesn't solve the problem that i was hoping it would solve but it could solve the problem for some people yeah okay well, do yeah. you want to see the uh the images that it came up with here of course yeah so let me uh i'm going to pull this one down and then i'm going to share my uh, mid-journey discord and uh this is the zoom out so you can see more of the trees and some of it like one of the shots the bottom right one is like mm. through you know a tunnel um and you could probably you could probably zoom out on that you could probably keep zooming you out just keep zooming out keep zooming out keep zooming out and then make a video of it where you reverse and you zoom in which is pretty cool that's crazy that is. That's crazy. Um, so is that the custom one that you did, or was that the other one? That was the Mid Journey 5.2. Is amazing. That was that was all it was was using uh, was using that prompt. So they know they're amazing. They're like, yeah, check out what we can do uh, right here with this cool little thing. So uh, moving along, Bing Bard and Chat GPT. The uh, headline here on the Verge is that AI chatbots are rewriting the internet uh, these these large language modules are changing how people engage and interact with the web and i think there's a lot of people wondering what does this new web look like 
you know, I don't know about you. I hardly use search anymore. I just go to chat GPT and ask it for what I want. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that also part of what this is saying is from, from some other comparable, uh, you know, uh, resources was that, you know, some of these large language models are actually taking some of the content that's been created by some of these AI programs and then using that content that's been created by AI to then program its, you know, continually program its large language model. And so in some cases, you can get some polluted data within your model if you're not, you know, if you're not careful, because some of the stuff that is created is then it's taking that as fact and then pulling it into their own chatbot, rewriting the internet, rewriting history, essentially. Um, but it's trying to assume what it is that you're going to say next with this autocomplete features. And then it, it, it makes assumptions and then pulls from those assumptions. And then so you can start getting some weird hallucinations within AI uh, if you're not careful. So, oh, man, what did, I, see, I see trails right now. I feel I feel like I'm in the matrix with this. Well, grid. that's because the acid you took while you were playing golf. Oh, that must be. Shouldn't it. do that. So along Regularly. with that, AI is killing the old web, according to this other article on the mm-hmm. Verge. And the new web struggles to be born. What does it mean when the web is flooded with um, cheaper, uh, low quality content? Like, not that there's not a ton of it out there already, but it's going to get worse. What the I love, uh, it's almost like we wrote this article because like there's a junctification of Amazon and the in shitification of TikTok. <laughs> 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 Which I mean, think about it. There's a lot of books popping up on Amazon right now by authors who just wrote the whole book completely with AI and they're churning them out, right? And so then people are using AI to create all kinds of content on TikTok. And so now you got a lot of people who are not, who are potentially afraid of being behind the camera. And instead of creating content with their own face, they're doing these no face videos, but they're using AI to create it. And especially now with Runway ML and Kyber and, and then DID to be able to take a face. You can generate a face, which we've done, generate a face in mid-journey, take it into DID, go on ChatGPT, get a script, and then read the script. I'll read it in my mic, upload it into DID, have it say the thing. And it's just like, it didn't take too long to make a video, and that person who made that doesn't have to have their face on the screen at all. So some people are looking at that as, as the in-shitification of TikTok, and I think some people are just trying to find their niche and trying to create content, trying to you know get rich quick off of creating stuff. But to be good at, at this content creation game, which I don't you – know, I'm still trying to figure out the game because it seems like sometimes it looks like YouTube has – sort of throttle down our reach and some stuff, you know, you know, social media, big tech, they don't like what you have to say. They don't give you big reach. So how do you go around that? I don't know. But I think the trick is keep creating great content. And a lot of times AI generated stuff by itself is not great content. Well, they're showing here how there's generative AI AI on this Google search, and it says generative AI's experimental info quality may vary. And somebody asked, where can I watch Ted Lasso? And so the content that you're seeing here is AI-generated info about where to to watch Ted Lasso, which, by the way, uh, was a great show for season one, was a decent show for season two. It was like Apple 
um, uh, produced a, a wholesome, mostly wholesome family entertainment show that was inspirational and no woke BS in it. And I had just got done saying that to uh, to Aaron, how, you know, I'm in season three and so far, no woke BS and boom. Then they just they all the woke BS, huh? Yeah, it's like okay, and now it's go. like all right, I'm gonna finish watching it just to get through it. But so disappointing, you just can't turn on anything without them shoving something in your face. And uh, but Ted Lasso himself is an inspirational, cool character. Uh, so Jason you know, Sudeik is actually from my hometown. Yeah, well, oh, really go. close to my hometown there in Kansas City. So really great dude. And actually, I, I took an improv class with his sister, which was fun back in the day. So that's irrelevant to Ted Lasso, but I just want to throw that out there because yeah. I thought that was fun. Well, there you go. There so you go. Uh, the web is being remade. People don't know exactly what it looks like yet. And wait till the spatial web hits. Uh, and this is uh, we're going to be talking more about spatial web as it rolls out mm-hmm. more to the public and uh, hoping to get one of the founders on uh, either Bad Crypto or or this show shortly. So uh, Trav. Bad, bad spatial. Was that a thing? wearables ai wearables are on the way what do you know about this ai wearables you know i don't really know a whole lot about this but you know we saw the release or the upcoming release of apple's new product right vision pro which i think they dropped the ball frankly they should have called it i sight pro which would be way good like letter they didn't consult you that was genius man come on vision pro Oh, that's not great. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know much about this right here at all. But, you know, plant so I'll tell you what this is. Plant sensors. Yeah. Not small, non-invasive devices that can be worn by individual plants for continuous monitoring of temperature, humidity, moisture Mm. and nutrient levels. And uh, this is just one of the different ways, I guess, the World Economic Forum had a list mentioning breakthrough technologies. And this was one of them. By the way, you can go more in depth on all this if you go to the show notes for this episode at badai.show. That's kind of a cool like ag tech is what they probably should have had that word somewhere in there because the ag business to be able to know some of that stuff is is really interesting. I have a friend of mine that I grew up with that uh, works in the intelligent farming business, an intelligent farm type of stuff where they're monitoring all that stuff so much so that the grain that's in the silos, they're able to to do all these analytics on that. That way the grain doesn't go bad because part of the biggest problem is you get some moisture in one of those silos and all of that stuff can go real bad. So there's a lot of technical stuff that's going on with that. And it looks like those plant things are pretty cool. So uh, Google's DeepMind, this was um, uh, a application that beat the world champion uh, the Go champion, the, the it, Go is a, a board game, table game, um, that in 2016, their AI basically beat the world champion. And now they're saying that the next algorithm of DeepMind is going to make chat GPT look like child's play. Yeah, I've always thought that, you know, Google was going to win the AI race. They bought DeepMind. They acquired all of these other AI companies back in the day. And I just think they've been doing a lot of that stuff, Joel, behind the scenes. And then once OpenAI came out and said, no, we're we're a consumer product, Google had their pants down a little bit. And they're like, oh, they were trying to kind of hoard all the AI stuff for themselves. And now they're playing, they are playing catch up a little bit. But I think that it's quite possible that they have some really powerful stuff at Google that they just haven't even released. They haven't unleashed potentially. 
Right. What's what's still in testing? What's, you know, behind locked doors that we haven't seen yet? And uh, the way this stuff has accelerated, uh, it wouldn't surprise me if before the end of the year, we're going to see some groundbreaking stuff that makes chat GPT pale in comparison or yeah. the latest version of chat GPT will go. <laughs> Remember that thing we did six months ago? <laughs> that was that was nothing. Look what we right. can do now. I would actually say even, Joel, that it's potential that the U.S. military has had some of these amazing technologies for much longer than we've even heard of them be in existence. Mm -hmm. Typically, that's what happens is they have those, you know, those sort of those skunk works doing creating stuff that's that's helping them. And then they finally get it to a point where they're beyond that. And then they can release the rest of it to us. It seems what's that's what's happened in the past. Well, if you are an employee uh, and you were surveyed in this particular question, uh, they discovered that many workers would prefer if their boss was an AI robot. They think that their boss would be less biased and could get the job done better. And they're, they're probably not wrong about that. They surveyed a thousand employees. The AI service business name generator found that a fifth would be happy for an automated robot to replace their current boss and that you know people bring their garbage to work and you know if you're not having a good day at home you might come to work and you know kick the cat maybe not treat your employees well and some people are there they just want to get uh, get the job done and so uh, you know you might get what you wish for um, yeah. those jobs are going to be made redundant and this has been said before but I think it merits saying again if you are not in the top 10 percent of whatever your area of discipline whatever your silo is um, then odds are you're going to be able to be replaced because below that top 10 percent is where you start getting into mediocrity right where mm -hmm. anybody can do it and and that could be uh, very much the case with with management if you know an ai bot knows this these are the tasks that need to be done by our team um then they're just going to stick on point to okay what's been done what hasn't been done what problems are you encountering mm -hmm. yeah this kind of reminds me a little bit i i took a couple years off i didn't watch any of the 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 latest black mirror episodes because mm -hmm. i don't watch a lot of television typically mm -hmm. and uh, so last night i said you know what black mirror i'm gonna watch it and then I watched this episode, Joan is Awful. Have you seen mm -hmm. that one? Yeah, so it's the only good episode in, in season six. Season six okay. is a bomb. Uh, like they they went horror story and it, it, they're not good. It's like all Black Mirror up through season four, with the exception of one episode. I've watched them all multiple times. Season wow, five okay. was OK. Season six is trash. Apart season six from that, is trash. Apart from that first episode. So Joan is awful. Just the general gist of it is that there's this streaming company that looks like Netflix, but it's called Streamberry. Yeah. And they have this quantum computer that's literally creating content on the fly. that's personalized to you based on your what's going on in your life right now. And so this that was just a crazy kind of inception inception. I, I thought it was really good. That was a, that was the first black mirror that I think I've watched in shit maybe three or four years i don't even know but i was impressed with that one i haven't watched the rest of them so at, after joel's re, uh, d recommendation i guess i probably won't watch those but you know think of this it's like the technology with ai is moving so fast it's moving so quickly and then some of the things that we're able to generate on the fly like 
is just mind blowing. The kind of create content that can be created now with the augmenting of a human, right? So our creativity, we're directing it using some pieces of this AI generated stuff and then doing stuff over the top of it. I think I feel more creative than I've ever felt before, Joel, really, because these things just help me do things quicker. You know, we've been creating content on the fly with that AI. We, we've been doing it for six years together now. Creating content on the fly without AI for six years. Travis and Joel, the Bad Crypto Podcast. You, so here's some content. <laughs> we think you'll enjoy it. <laughs> hey, thanks everybody for watching and or listening. Would appreciate your five-star reviews, your thumbs up, ring bells, subscribe, do all that stuff. Tell someone else about the show. We'll be back next week with more of the latest news or a tool you can use. We promise not to abuse when we say stay bad. 